What's up, guys? How you guys doing? It's Liquid Views. Welcome to his new segment called A Moment in Time, where I give you guys personal stories. Doesn't really know what the setting of the mood is. It's just like a box of chocolates. I've been through so many situations in my life. It's just, I like to talk about it and see if you can relate or not, because from my experience, I've been through some interesting things. People can't even believe it. So, I'm about to light this bowl. I'm about to start playing some video games. I'm about to start talking to you guys. It's going to be great. We're going to have a wonderful time, a great time. It's just, I can't really, get, I can't wait to get this going. You guys might hear some gunshots from time to time. I'm playing player PUBG, Players Unknown, Battlefield. And um, so you guys might hear some things. And yeah, so. So, this whole time, I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to discuss, talk about. Like I said, I had so many unique experiences. Um, damn. But I figure we all have, we all need a nine to five. We all need that income. So I feel like everybody could relate to a warehouse story. Now, mind you, I've never been the popular kind of guy. I've never been to let's go out and party and go be the center of attention. I'm not that kind of dude. To me, less is more. And the more quieter you are, the louder you just seem. I don't know why. Just how it goes for me. Been blessed. This was back in like maybe 2017, like in the middle somewhere. And um, I was just at, fresh out of a relationship, heartbroken as fuck. Um, it was a very long-term relationship. So I had just started this new job, and it was a warehouse job. And I know how it goes. It's no different from high school. I promise you. If you guys are gonna, you guys never had a warehouse job before, you guys ain't missing nothing. It's not fun. It's not. Well, it depends where you are in your, in your life, I guess. If you have something to go home to, it makes it easy to go to work and focus. If you're a teenager fresh out of high school trying to have some fun, it could get a little bit wild. It could little get. It could even get dangerous. So, I get there, I was working there in total for about maybe eight months. I know, right? Doesn't seem like anything. Doesn't even seem, doesn't seem like anything credible could happen within eight months. Believe you me. At the time being there, I had so many situations, it was ridiculous. But nonetheless, nonetheless. Um... I wasn't I wasn't talkative. Again, I was heartbroken, so I wasn't talkative at all. I wasn't looking for no friends. I wasn't in the mood for anything. I'll go to work, be quiet, listen to music, look at YouTube videos, just stay to myself, um, and not even associate with nobody. People, probably, honestly, people thought I was weird, but I just was I was too hurt. Didn't I didn't want I didn't want to deal with nobody. Didn't want to hear nobody. Whatever, just wanted to get my check and go home. 
So fast forward down maybe three months later from the first day. Three to four months later. Three to four months later. And I'm getting a little bit more comfortable. I'm not as heartbroken. I'm not as scared. I'm not as nervous. It's more like, fuck it. I'm about to put my feet on the ground. I'm about to go get this shit. I'm tired of being a sissy. And as time will go, as time will, and as time will tell, and you guys get to know me a little bit more, you guys will understand. I'm not a simp. I'm not. I just go with the flow. It's very rare for me to get to a level of that just sadness, I guess, whatever the hell you want to call it, but whatever. So, during that time, I made a couple friendships, and we got a new wave of people, and at this time, I was already training people, and there's this older lady, and all the girls, and again, mind you, I was the dude that no one talked to, I didn't talk, and one day, I just went, got a haircut, got me some jeans, and um, a pair of new work, a new pair of Timberlands for work. Bitch just went wild apparently. I don't know. But these motherfuckers were already hating on me anyway, so I wasn't about to just let them just walk all over me. And and make me feel inferior. It's just not what I do. Especially if I don't go out of my way to disrespect anybody. There's no reason why they should make my day any harder. In my opinion, if I always come correct, there's no reason why should there's no reason why no one should disrespect. Anyways, so as soon as I feel like you're disrespecting me as a man, I'm going to say some shit. I'm going to say some shit, I'm going to speak my mind, and whatever the consequences is, fuck it. It doesn't matter where I'm at, because no different from school, if there's a teacher around, that kid will bark. And if there's enough people around, people at work will try to test you. Now, it's our responsibility as adults to determine how we're treated. So, with that being said, if you're going to flex on me, I'm going to flex back. If you smile at me, I'm going to smile back and I'm not even say how great your outfit looks today. Just how I am. Um, so, anyways, back on the subject. <clears throat> Um, these women were noticing that I'm not, I wasn't quiet out of being a weirdo. I was quiet out of just pain. And once I healed a little bit, my personality shined. And I'm such a unique individual, it just speaks for itself. And the more people try to downplay who I am as a human being the, the more they magnify people towards me and um it's it's both a, it's a double edged sword it's it's a it's a curse and a, and a gift and uh I honestly don't give a fuck either though I finally understand what it is I finally understand what the power that comes with it and um if you can understand it, it's, you'll, you'll be alright. And gave me interesting perspectives. 
my name is back on topic. I'm sorry. First episode. We'll get back. We'll, we'll get this shit on in a formula some day. Anyways. Um. So since since my uh so my personality was shining, and I would I would always just say no to women. Uh, Royce Nine has one of my favorite quotes out of his songs. It goes, I, I ain't trying to fuck every bitch trying to fuck me. That right there just ain't necessary. All I want to be is legendary. And I really felt that. And um, I, I rolled with that, man. So I would say no to females. I will say no. And honestly, the speculation to me is a lot more of a turn on than anything I could ever do. To have grown ass fucking man think, oh, is he hitting that? Is he, it's hilarious to me. I'm fucking living rent free in people's heads. Never even had conversations with them. So I could give a fuck. To me, that, that, that allows me to understand how I'm just different. And what's funny is, I'm not fucking 6'2, walk around with my motherfucking on my shoulder I'm, I'm 5'3 and I smile and I do my best to make people's day better and if I'm having a fucked up day I'm on my business if you want to be intrusive then I'm gonna fuck your day up too and I, I, I'm just real as fuck man I give you what you give me and then I don't hesitate any any step of the way in fact if you help me out I'll do my my best to return that favor tenfold. And I think we live in a society today that's so fake that people just hope that you, you're just lying like they are. But if you don't switch up on yourself, you'll never switch up. But that's just straight up what it is. I can't switch up. If, I can't switch up on you if I ain't switching up on myself. I don't change for anybody. Neither should you guys. <clears throat> and me walking five three. I have people who are six five plus hating, giving me dirty ass looks and walking around with these females and stuff. But it's also because I have a perspective of yeah, working nine to five, but. I also used to be 227 pounds and now I'm walking around at 145. I used to be this low life person who people assumed was going to be in jail or a bum on the street. And I've had music videos and I've been in a couple of MMA fights. The problem is, if you. Don't take the time to sit down and get to know somebody. You'll never know what you're up against. Number one. And number two, if you put so much hate on somebody who's never even really spoke, how could you not drive people to them? Like, well, fuck, why is that person so focused on this individual, right? And you just get, like, well, since he doesn't want to get to know him, I'm going to get to know him. And when people get to know me, they realize not only have I been speculated on and lied on, but I'm genuine. Nowadays, no one even takes the time to have a conversation with anybody without putting two 
seconds of genuine interest and attention on the words that are leaving them. And when people behave like that, how how do they expect me not to stick out? These days, it's so easy to determine what you have to do simply by watching what they're not doing. But that's neither here nor there. So, finally, there is this lady who is about 38 years old, I think. Definitely older. I was 22 at the time. And, uh, I was always very helpful at that job. Like I said, I was a trainer. I was good at what I did. And, um, I was always, I always made sure to tell people what they had to do to get whatever they wanted to do. Whether that meant chill, doing your job fast enough to, so you could be chilling and no one will bitch at you. Or, or stepping up and being able to be a supervisor it didn't matter whatever you want I would tell you how to get there and um and people who understood that I wasn't there to waste your time and I was there to make your day harder in fact if I could I'd make your day easier and your job or excuse me I'll make your day better and your job easier and that way we could all be in good spirits as co-workers. Especially at that job. At that job, we were working six days a week, 12-hour shifts. So we were damn near living with each other. Everybody was fucking everybody. People were fighting with each other. It was crazy. There's not a place like that job, I promise you. I ordered this lady who had just started. And um, she needed help. So I had helped her. And I had made a comment about how I had just got out of a relationship. If you guys want to hear what happened next, let me know. This is just something I wanted to try, see how it goes, see how Anchor hits. You know what I mean? Who knows, this might be the start of something beautiful. But this is Liquid Views. Thank you for listening to a moment in my time. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I was like, look, me personally, I don't shit where I eat. But I just got out of a relationship. And if you could handle it, I have no problem entertaining you. And I have no problem hanging out a couple times. But if you could handle it. Because the last thing I need is someone blabbing about everything at work. I have people coming up to me telling me things. It's just going to turn into high school. And I I don't want to deal with none of that. But if you could assure me that you ain't going to stoop to that level. You're an older woman. You understand. I hope you understand we're all adults here. And if you couldn't guarantee me that by all means let's have at it (laughs) 
<laughs> so she starts rubbing on my leg and she's all like you don't gotta worry about nothing you don't gotta worry about me saying anything to no one I'm like cool awesome I gotta get going and see you at work tomorrow you know we'll go wake up in the morning cook a couple snapchats I'm like dang she's serious you know what it's gonna be an interesting day at work today so fast forward she's like hey if you want I'll pick you up from work today I got you a monster and a red bull I'm like alright it's all good she's like you know what you look good with your ears pierced it's gonna take you to get your ears pierced okay she gets my ears pierced This goes on for about like two months. Next thing you know, it goes from no strings attached to all of a sudden, I'm in an affair. And boy, did it get crazy. She said, I wish my son was more like you because he just got out of a relationship and he can't even maneuver. And I would talk to her. I had one no, I had what I had a conversation with her there and I had another conversation with her in um at lunch. And I thought that was it, you know. She looked like she was going through a hard time. She was very emotional. And um, so that was that. I didn't think nothing of it, minding my business. About a month later, I helped her again. And I had helped her prior as well, like little things, but this was actually a whole day thing. So I had to spend like an entire shift with her and train her. And in doing this, we were talking and I, I had just needed a, uh, a ride in particular and uh, she offered to give me a ride she said oh don't worry about it you know it's just I used to be an uber so it's no big deal so I, I didn't think nothing of it and I'm a very paranoid individual again I have many stories <laughs> but uh, she uh, uh, she offered me a ride I took that ride and it was a pretty it was a pretty normal ride you know, just got home. She said, I, I thanked her. She said, you know, it was a crazy day at work. You know, discussed it a little bit. And that was that. Got in, got up, went home. That was that. And then me, I'm a very respectful individual. So I don't, I'm not very flirtatious. I'm very dry. Um, I look the other way when people bend over. You know, like, just, I don't leave no room for no doors to be open and no speculations to be had on, on, on my name. In my opinion, all you have is your word and your reputation. Once once that's, that's gone, that's gone. So, the next day comes and this is where things get a little bit interesting. So... So I'm in an aisle 
and she's in the aisle. And she backs up into me, and I sidestep. I have pretty decent footwork. And she misses me. And she goes, hey, why'd you move? Not me thinking nothing of it. I said, oh, I didn't want to, you know, bump, bump into you. She's like, oh, well, what would you do if I bumped into you and you were right there? And again, I'm a very shy person. I don't really think nothing too much of anything. If anything, my thought is, why me? What makes me so special? Not a damn thing. So, in doing that, I guess I triggered a thought or something. I have no idea. But in doing that, she goes. In doing that, she says, How? She's like, what would you do if I did bump into your crotch? I was, and I said, I would say, oops, I'm sorry, my apologies. And I'll move out your way. No different, we're all adults here, accidents happen. And that was that. And she laughs and she goes, man, you're so different. I never met nobody like you. She's like, even here, you got a whole warehouse full of men. And not one of them would say anything like that. And I think nothing of it. I kind of laughed, chuckled. I laughed it off. And she goes, hey, are you going to need a ride today? And I'm thinking, you know what? Actually, yeah. I am going to need a ride. So she gives me a ride home, right? We're going home. She pulls up. Except not in front of my house this time. This time she pulls up in the corner. She pulls up in the corner. She turns off the car. And I look at her. We lock eyes. She's all like, hey. What'd you think if we just became friends? With no strings attached. I was like, whoa. What do you mean? And I knew what the fuck she meant, obviously. But I'm not going to sit there and let someone have an excuse for me to say, well, you knew what you were getting into or anything. Nah, I need you to explain everything. I ain't going to get caught slipping. So she's all like, yeah, I'm not, in a, I'm, I'm not in a relationship. I'm recently separated. So you don't have nothing to worry about. No strings attached. No strings attached. <clears throat> And if you want, we could just do something after work. 